Yes, we're back. It's your boy, Eduardo Jackson, CEO, founder of Cinema Draft, and the owner of the BlacksInBitcoin.com site, where everybody's welcome, but I stay black and loving Bitcoin. Thanks, everybody, for uh, tuning in. We are coming to you a little later than normal. We actually were all set last night for our Wednesday night interview with my friend, Diamond Michael Scott. He is a Bitcoin uh, journalist, has lived off the Bitcoin grid for over three years, but we had technical difficulties about 10 minutes in. Ah, it really pained me. So we're going to have to bring him back, uh, and I appreciate your patience, and thank you. Mike, uh, for, you know, uh, at least trying to get us started, but we will definitely hopefully have this fixed. We are using a new setup. Hopefully OBS will use less resources so far. So good. So I think we're okay. Uh, anyways, um, let's get to crypto in the news. Okay, so what do we have here first? So first, uh, actually, you know what? Since we are doing this, this is Thursday morning. Uh, it's about 9:30 Pacific time. Lovely Las Vegas, Nevada. I was, I was, re I found out there's a new poll that was done. What the average Bitcoin owner looks like, and as be expected, it was something like 58% of actual, no, 71% of Bitcoin investors are male. The majority, 58% of them, are young between 18 and 34 years old. But the reason why I bring this up is that I think we've seen great strides in the space because last poll I remember seeing uh, back in, I think it was 2014 or something, um, it was, I think it was even higher percentage were male. And but what's really interesting here is that unlike the broader US population, nearly half of these young men are black that deserves yes now i would love to see more women in the space and if you're in you know groups like the facebook's black people in cryptocurrency group you know where where you know when the founding mods and admins is is african-american female uh i mean you we all we need more women in this space and especially women of color still i love the fact that of the overwhelming majority of men that are in this space that at least half identified themselves as some sort of uh, uh ethnic minority or underrepresented community that is huge i'm glad to hear that it means it's working not necessarily just this site and and podcasts of, of mine but just in general that we are finally uh becoming leaders in this space and this is once again as i love to say we have a once in a generation chance to create generational wealth and i love that uh underrepresented yeah, traditionally underrepresented communities like the african-american community are leading the pack so well done well done. it'd be actually very interesting to see what that breakdown is because I, I suspect it's probably you know, a, a large amount of Asians. Asia is really big, um, like like Korea, South Korea, um, China. You know, are are really you know probably overrepresented, to be honest with you, oversampled as far as uh, their size in this country. But it's great to see that the minority communities are learning and spreading the crypto love. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, and and let me sh and let's. Voila, let me, or actually there we go, voila, there, that's right, voila, look at my nice brand spanking new bat 
browser, the basic attention token browser, actually it's called the Brave browser, and it is fast, it is sexy, it is, look at this, let's see, so let's go to Google, I mean, that took next to nothing, let's go to cinemadraft.co, the homepage of my, of the landing page of my site, and you're making me look bad, there we go, load up, like, load up real quick like a bad boy, there we go, so it's, it's, fast clean it has ad block by default which is sweet um, and not a lot of plugins or extensions so I don't use it as much as I would like to but it has got a lot of potential it's very exciting very very exciting so so yes definitely um, definitely check out uh, the, the bat the brave browser because and, and this is the browser that actually pays you uh, in in bat and basic attention tokens to help spread it around to some of your favorite sites let me see if i can show the the control panel real quick is it settings there we go settings and payments yeah see so yeah so they give you like free bat so you can spread out over some of your favorite sites here over here and or, or actually and or I, and you can choose so you can automatically reward sites that you already go to uh naturally or you can pick and choose which ones you want to add and then of course if you have basic attention token. If you have some bat, like I do, you can upload it to your your Brave Payments wallet and reward the sites that you think deserve it the most. So very cool. Loving the basic attention token. Definitely uh, check it out. So that's my Brave browser, which I'm using, which I'll hopefully will be using moving forward with this podcast. Use less resources. Keeps me from cutting off in the middle of these podcasts and those terrible technical difficulties from last week. And yeah, use your brave. Be brave. Use brave. All right. And so, and basically, it reminds me that they had. Uh, I think we might have missed it. Actually, we didn't miss it. We actually they uh, reward us with some. But brave gave away a million dollars worth of their token, or basically five dollars worth of token to the first two hundred thousand people who who uh, downloaded and and start up a site, uh, start up uh, the browser. I think that happened last Wednesday. Um, I was a few, was a few days after that, but they still were kind enough to airdrop me five dollars worth of token. So appreciate it, Brave. Uh, and and also it benefits them too because more people using you know Bat is will is the more utility for the token and the more it will uh, maintain if not increase its value. So this is a pretty cool thing by by Brave, and I, I am kind of loving this browser. It will be a lot more useful when they have more plugins and extensions. But just to get around on some basic stuff, really good look. Uh, what else? Uh, <laughs> crypto celebrities. No, for real. There, this is the thing now. So if you weren't sick of crypto kitties, there's now a crypto marketplace that lets you buy celebrities. I'm not making this up. You can own. Talek Buterin, Elon Musk, Angelina Jolie, Adele. Yeah, uh, it's like Garbage Pail Kids for the crypto generation. Look it up, millennials. That was a really big thing. That was kind of like uh, tulip, tulip bulbs for for when I was in grade school. <clears throat> we were really excited about Garbage Pail Kids, collected them, spent money on them, traded them. You can kind of do the same thing with, with these. They have no real value. Well, okay. They have no... Uh, explicit utility. It's just fun to do and to have, kind of like crypto kitties. And the celebrities' values of the smart token that you buy these crypto celebrities with increase with each sale. So as of the publication of this article, which I think was uh, the 18th, 
you could get Angelina Jolene for 13k in Ethereum. Uh, Elon Musk and Vitalik Buterin were the highest at $19,780 in Ethereum. Nerds! <laughs> Basically, you, you use it just like with CryptoKitties. You use Ethereum to buy these crypto celebrity uh, smart tokens. Yeah, not my bag. But cool to see that people are enjoying and, and you know spending their their crypto riches on some really valuable stuff. <laughs> okay. Another week, another exit scam. Yes, yes. This time, it's been a bit... I'd never heard of these guys before they showed up on... <laughs> that's a great picture. I'd never heard of these guys until they showed up in, in my feed. But apparently, Benabit um, did an ICO. They were supposed to be... I think it was like a social... Was it a social... I think it was like a, some sort of social platform it was supposed to be. But they, they had $2.7 million in investor funds in their ICO, and they just vanished. The largest ICO exit scam to date, people estimate, they took down all their social, saved their Telegram, their sites down. Um, yeah, it was supposed to be a loyalty platform. That's what it was. It was supposed to be a loyalty platform uh, with currency. Not lending, but a loyalty platform. And they just took the money and ran, disappeared. Unlike BitConnect, which is still around albeit at depressed prices and still pumping their ICO for their exchange, these guys have vanished save uh, a, a telegram with some bewildered users. Very sad to see. It definitely is not going to make it any more government-friendly in the ICO space. Uh, the U.S. is already taking very hard, long looks at ICOs, making it damn near impossible for American citizens to actively participate in these ICOs probably ways around it, but right now, if you just live in the United States and you have limited technical knowledge, you're kind of asked out. So, anyways, um, people are on the lookout for these guys. Very sad. And beware. And make sure you do do your own research. These pictures, their team, apparently these were taken from a boys' school website. So, definitely, when you, I mean, when you do your research, look up the LinkedIns, you know. You know ch uh, go to s check out some of their other companies these people worked for. Do your own research. Definitely don't believe uh, a slick ICO website and make sure you're investing in the proper stuff. Okay, now, my favorite time and your favorite time, it's time for the, the Trevon James Honorary Coin Count, where I count my coins and you count your coins and we all get rich together. That's right. Rough, well, sideways week in the markets. I mean, kind of we're stuck behind between this basically $1,500 to $2,000 band of pricing where it didn't go up too high, didn't go up too low. Kind of frustrating unless you were like me and I was spent the entire week getting used to Profit Trailer. Profit Trailer is a trading bot, which I'm just getting familiarized with a very steep learning curve. I might have an ELI-5 and some more on it later for you guys. But basically, Bitcoin was very Dow Jonesy this week. Couldn't decide what it wanted to do with itself. Um, seven day, oop, that's wrong. The seven day. Yeah, just look at it. It's just, I mean, start off at 11,614, got as high as 13,087. And then back down to eleven thousand and one ninety six. So very, you know, within a two thousand dollar band. It's what we call trading sideways. You know, not too up, not too down. 
Okay. Let's see. What else? Uh, oh, let's let's take a look at. Let's see the rest of the markets. What's up, TJ? <laughs> uh, and basically, Ethereum, similar type of story. It's at now at 1,042. Ripple, $1.30. Ripple, I think, had a little more price action on it this week. Yeah, what did, what did Ripple do? Ripple this week. Uh, yeah, $1.56. Yeah, and then down to $1.30. So slightly down. Ripple, Ripple's actually coming under more scrutiny. It's very, it's kind of interesting. Uh, there's an article that came out, I think, this morning, or actually last night, uh, that was that uh, looks like Ripple is really trying to gain traction with the banks with the XRP token, and nobody wants to use it. Everyone wants to use Ripple services, like I think it's called X Rapid and X Current, like the Ripple, like Ripple's protocols, but they don't really want to use the token. So it'll be interesting to see what, you know. Uh, moving forward, how the t how the token is going to respond in the markets. Uh, although their deal with MoneyGram and I think Western Union or Western Union, I think Western Union owns MoneyGram. Don't quote me on that. Anyways, their deal with MoneyGram uh, to actually use XRP uh, might be a bit of a game changer for them. But still, right now the price very far down off its all-time high, about 3.15. It's down here in uh, what 1.30. What else do we own? Stellar. Has had a week. Let's take a look at that real quick. Stellar's seven day is starting to recover. Yeah, we start off down here at 53, got up as high as 64, 63, and then stabilizing eh, at about 59, 60 cents. So gained seven cents. Uh, bad at math, but that's at least, that's like, what, 12%? Over the week, so that's really good for Stellar. And Stellar actually has had some rumors that uh, they might be the next payment platform for Stripe. Stripe got fed up with Bitcoin. Stripe, the the payment processor that you see at a lot of small and independent um, uh, stores that you know that you do on their on their little iPad or whatever, they're out of the Bitcoin business. It's too slow. The transaction times are too high. But they're looking at Stellar because Stellar is cheap and quick. And and I know uh, several people don't really like Stellar because it was uh, started by it was started by um, one of Ripple's co-founders. And it has some principles similar to Ripple, but it's I believe it's a lot more decentralized, and the transaction fees are super low, which are good for micropayments. So keep an eye on Stellar. Uh, Litecoin 178. Litecoin just can't make up its mind. I swear. One, I mean, it's it's also had a bit of a, a, a sideways Dow Jonesy week. 196 it started off at, and now it's kind of downtrending down here to 178. Um, I still believe in Litecoin, though. I think it will recover. There have been some rumblings about Litecoin and Facebook, so we'll keep our eye on Litecoin. You just never know. I mean, I believe Charlie – I think Charlie Lee is on the Facebook board or something. So yeah, that also might have been part of his impetus to, um, to divest most of his Litecoin. As they say, watch this space. Dash. Oh, Dash. Why won't you recover? You are the best privacy coin. I love you, Dash. Dash is down to 178. Its seven-day is down 869, eight, or 8.69%. Uh, 8 Monero, also down 8%. Most of these are, are actually down. EOS had a hell of a week. Stellar, though, up 11%. You'd like to see that. What else are we hodling? 
Uh, we're keeping our eye on VeChain. That might be one of our next uh, currencies in in our in our coin portfolio. Oh, and a coin portfolio update. Yeah, it's uh, we've had better weeks, I suppose. Um, what can I tell you about the coin portfolio? Uh, basically, we are down to 32% ROI to date overall. Um, some of this has been affected by our our trading on profit trailer. Uh, I'll actually uh, the, the our update through four days so far is an average of 1.43%. So it's not it's better than nothing. It's kind of like high end of our old BitConnect returns, but we'll kind of keep an eye on that. And what's cool about Profit Trailer, just to give a quick plug about it, is that even is that it re reacts off of volatility and it makes passionless algorithm-based decisions for you buying uh, using Bitcoin as its base pair. Uh, on different exchanges. It's available in Bittrex, Binance, and Poloniex. Uh, I have mine for Poloniex where I had an empty account waiting to be used. And it's been it's been interesting. It's a steep learning curve. Uh, I might go over it um, in, a, in a later video. But uh, I like the fact that my, uh, my, my, my Bitcoin's working for me even when the market for Bitcoin isn't. So... So yeah, so that's so that's been interesting. So the profit trailer results have been 1.43% over the last four days. Slow start. I'm gonna look to amp it up a little bit this week. Okay, so but yeah, but overall the coin portfolio is down to 32% overall, which looks like it was about a drop of 15% overall since we last were together. Okay. Uh, and then let's see, what else are we what else are we hodling? Let's go, let's take a look at BAT. Take a look at Bat's week. Yeah, Bat had a bit of a ride, 61, but now back up to about 60. Oh, 54. Oh, okay, yeah. So it's been it's been going down. Uh, sad for Bat. Storage. Storage had a bit of a ride as well. Currently at a dollar 55. So up five cents on the week, so that's pretty good. What else do we have? Scrolling through the portfolio. Look at ETH, BAT, Monero, Storage, Stellar, Substratum. Substratum has been on the downslide. No real practical reason why, just kind of sliding with the rest of the market, to be honest with you. Substratum, yeah, a dollar eight. Ugh, just terrible. A dollar eight. Start off the week at a dollar fifty-one, but I'm a long-term hodler on this one. I believe it'll recover. I believe in you, sub. I believe in you. RCN has recovered. It. I think it started. I mean, it's it's had earlier highs as high as forty-one cents, maybe forty-five cents, and then uh, starting off last week. RCN Ripio Credit Network. This is the one that's peer-to-peer -peer lending. Definitely want to keep your eye out on this one. It's seven-day. Yeah, 31 cents, and then now up to 32 cents. Okay, yeah, let's not get too excited. But it actually had a bit of a ride this week as well, up, down, up, down. And then finally, Bloom. It's our, 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 this is our very first ICO purchase it, that's now in uh, wider release. Oh, hello. I was looking at Bloom yesterday. It was only $1.08, and now it's $1.50. One fitty, very exciting, um, and that one's had a journey. We bought in at the ICO at a dollar twenty-six. You see, it debuted on the markets at dollar eighty-seven, and then it's it's gone as it's gone down as low as was it 
$0.98, cents, $0.90, cents, $0.85 cents during the week, and it's now recovered. So that's good to see. So $1.50. Good stuff. And that concludes the Trevon James Honorary Coin Count. I love that music. Okay, so our altcoin of the week is Icon, ticker symbol ICX. Now, this is a decentralized network where communities can build and connect to any other blockchain. They use blockchain IDs for payments, and they have, they have a nice video which kind of explains it all. And they use um, ICX as the medium of exchange between them. So they, they like connecting across, they go, like going uh, across different blockchains and connecting different communities using ICX as the medium of exchange between the blockchains. Uh, let's take a look at the team real quick. Um, I think we'll see a lot of the usual type of suspects. Oh, okay, so this, this is the advisor team. Uh, somewhat diverse. <clears throat> Got a, a woman in there, Asian, white dude, Indian dude, looking pretty good, or, or uh, maybe Pakistani. Uh, and then the so advisor team looks okay. Uh, this guy, Paul, Paul V, <laughs> is a partner at Pantera Capital, which is which is definitely a leading like Silicon Valley venture capital type for blockchain investments. So, so they're 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 well backed. And then their foundation council. Now, I'm not exactly sure what this means. I think this means these are like the founders. Um, and they're mostly Korean. This is actually based in South Korea and with an office in San Francisco. So you're going to see a lot of Koreans on the team. Uh, and we know, as we know, Korea is crypto crazy. So it's not bad. And some women. like to see women in there. Uh, and product, product manager, product manager. I don't have a clear idea who the CEO is. But, the founda- but must be one of these foundation council people. Maybe it's all maybe it's all equal. I have no idea, but Icon's interesting. It's it's ICO has been explosive. Um, let's take a look at the the market for it. I see uh, Icon. There we go. ICX up to 765. I think it's I think it's ICO started at 10 cents. This is why ICOs are going to be a crucial part of my strategy moving forward. Um, identifying them, uh, exploiting them, and I'll probably go over. Um, some some tools, some ICO tools we can all use, uh, maybe going into uh, next week's pod. But yeah, ICO is going to be very crucial to the strategy. As you can see, um, it, at, when it was first listed on Coin Market Cap, it was at 40 cents. Back in no, that's it, it, like October, October 27th, 41 cents. And today, look at this explosive growth. My goodness, eight dollars and 40. Oh, seven. Today's price is 7.65. So. Beware ICO. Now, a lot of these ICOs, you know, will fail, but something like Icon that seems like it has a solid team behind it, great advisors on board, it's probably uh, poised to succeed. And overall coin market cap of, of 18. It's pretty cool. All right. So that is so that is your altcoin of the week, Icon. Now, for your ICO Did You Know segment this week, because Somewhere I got on the wrong list some way, somehow, and now I get every cockamamie pitch for someone's ICO. And, and, and we just did mention ICO, so actually today's ICO, did you know, isn't an actual ICO. We're actually going to look at this great guide I found that everyone seems to know about. I'm kind of late to the party. Or actually, it, it's, it's called, uh, it's, it's by a guy named Ben Crypto. Ben Crypto. 
uh, and he calls it the ultimate mega guide to make millions with cryptocurrency ICOs. And it's a fascinating long read, and it, it is long. This thing might take you half an hour to get through it. It's it's very um, it's very colorful. He likes to cuss a lot. No, all words matter. <laughs> and he's and he has a very he has a pretty you know simple I guess you call it rubric for for ICOs that he invests in. Number one, uh, and and number one, he says you want to go for for um, protocols and platforms over dApps, like decentralized apps. He's very much for, you know, basically the pipes of, of a technology. So that would so that would be more like, what, what are some examples he uses? That'd be like your, your Stellars of the world. I guess he likes ADA, Icon, um, anything with like a, a blockchain where, or anything, any kind of coin where the coin is also, uh, is also, uh, integral part of the blockchain. It's, it's not just the medium of exchange. It's actually crucial to the network and the plumbing. Uh, I actually, well, you know what? I'm going to keep that in my hat. But I come across some very interesting ICOs uh, and also new coins that are out that are applying this kind of uh, of rationale, is, is, is making sure that the actual blockchain itself is is worthwhile, that, that it has. Uh, what else? I also says anticipate market trends. Some of those he identifies <clears throat> are crypto lending, supply chain stuff, money remittance that will forever be a trend, especially as long as as it's as hard or expensive to move money from one place to the other. We're looking at you, PayPal, Western Union, looking at you. Currencies and alternatives and rivals to blockchain tech like hash graphs and things like that of the world. So and anticipate market trends and also market cap matters. He basically likes to have lower market caps um, because he says the lower your market cap, the more room it has to grow. Because when you have something like Ripple, where it's like, what is it like, a, like a billion or a hundred billion? Yeah, it's like a hundred billion uh, tokens. For every like one cent in increase, it's you know for for every time it needs for it to double in price, it's going to take a massive amount of of money flowing in and price action to actually move that price of Ripple up versus something like Bitcoin, where it only has 21 million coins fairly still fairly rare compared to these other larger coin supplies but still the price can move a lot more fluidly and dramatically with less coins out there okay so yeah so definitely take a look is i'll have links in in uh in the description as always um but yeah this is a very interesting very very interesting guide on how to make millions with cryptocurrency icos mr ben crypto All right. Oh, and let's take a look at the at the weekly poll. Last week we asked you all, WePower, the WePower ICO, are you in or are you out? And I'm proud to sh to say that 100% of you said you are in. Hell yeah. So WePower ICO, um once again this is another ICO which is not readily available to American investors. Um, but you know, find a way or make one, y'all. I mean, you know, do what you got to do. Get in there. It sounds like it's going to be a really good one. This is uh, envir environment-friendly ICO, so definitely see if you can get into WePower. I think it actually launched. What did WePower do? Did, did WePower launch yesterday? Let's see, WePower.io. Is that what it is? That doesn't sound right. Let's do. That's not right. WePower. There we go. I think they already launched. Nope, six days to launch. So get in where you fit in, everybody. 
Okay, and so, yeah, so the, the listener giveaway. This is what the clapping is for. There we go. The listener giveaway. Ask a BTC guy. Send me your crypto questions. I'll send you $10 in Bitcoin from my Coinbase tipping wallet to the top three questions I get each week. I'll read and answer them on the next week's pod and send you your crypto after recording. All you got to do is email me at blacksinbitcoin. That's B-L-A-C-K-S in Bitcoin at gmail.com to enter and win. Okay, so today's first question is from Jason. Can you explain staking and a few coins that have a future? I'm so glad you asked. Actually, to give you an idea, um, I mean, you know, there. So some coins that uh, a lot of coins offer staking, and then also masternodes are are, are an expanded ver- form of staking. Basically, for most masternodes, like like for example, Dash. Take a look at Dash. Dash.org, I think. Dash is a coin that that definitely um, does masternodes. I think it does. I think it does staking as well. Private instance secure. Where is it? Um, it's self-governing protocol. Um, so basically, if you have a masternode in Dash, you basically have like a thousand Dash, which is now pretty damn expensive, <laughs> and and you get to vote on the direction of where their blockchain goes and everything. Um, yeah, setting up masternodes, you can mine it. Um, but staking is basically meaning you're basically going to hold a wallet, and you're going to have uh, you're you're going to have coins of that particular cryptocurrency in that wallet, you're just gonna hold it. And the value in that is that they give you rewards every month for staking it. Now, I know it's a, I know it's a dirty, it's a dirty um, uh, uh, word these days, but let's take a look real quick at BitConnect because they offer staking. And that's what I'm actually doing with my BitConnect coins right now until I can figure out a better plan for them because I'm not selling at like $12 per. It's not happening. <laughs> but, but basically, actually, there you go. Nope, no video, we don't want the video. Okay, good. Um, oh God, if, if close that. That's there we go. Uh, basically, what staking? Um, so basically, under the under the wallet side, staking. Uh, you're just gonna put your coins in there, and they'll give. And I think something like BitConnect gives you, I think, up to seven percent a month under staking right now. Um, you know, which obviously isn't worth that much. But when you know the high the heyday of BitConnect, I mean, it was worth a decent amount of change. I actually stuck about. Uh, I think I stuck about maybe I, 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 I stuck a good amount of Bitcoin uh, or of BCC into a staking wallet for a month. It paid out uh, after about 20 days, 21 days, and then I was able to take that that money over to the lending platform. So, but a lot of these wallets, what they do is that because you're holding coins in that wallet, you're propping up the value. Um, somewhat artificially of the coin, and they reward you for that with, you know, slicing off some of the remaining supply. It's a lot less uh, uh, energy intensive than, say, mining or whatever. Um, so a lot more um, uh, ecologically responsible than than mining per se. And you get, and if the coin is already on the rise, you get a little extra for participating in the community. So that's what staking is. So and a lot of coins do it. I just off the top of my head, all I could think of was BitConnect. And uh, and some like Dash and 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 like I said, a masternode is basically just like an advanced form of staking. You own like a, you tend to own like a thousand of the coin, and you also have like voting power uh, in the direction of the cryptocurrency. All right. So thanks, Jason, for the question. Ten dollars in BTC on your way. Uh, let's see, this next question is from oh from Harriet. What's good, Harriet? Uh, and she asked. 
did Bitcoin futures crash Bitcoin's price? And I will definitively say yes. Oh, hell yes. Now, this guy right here, what is his name? I think it's... Well, okay, well, he's a Bitcoin crypto fund manager, and he, and about five minutes in on this video, he explains the whole cycle of how Bitcoin futures ended up depressing us from our all-time highs. Remember, remember, oh my God, it seems like a year ago, but remember just a month ago around Christmas time and Bitcoin was peaking at 20 grand and we thought we were, we were moonshotting forever. And what turns out helped to depress the price, besides end of the year, people selling off to... To, to buy gifts and what have you, besides, you know, uh, people taking end-of-the-year profits. It turns out, it's, it seems like it was, it was Wall Street trying to manipulate the price of cryptocurrency. And what sucks is that when it comes to Bitcoin, because there's such a limited supply and the market cap is still relatively small, I mean, it may, I mean billions of dollars may seem like a lot to you, to you and I. Oh, let's move this back. Can we move this back? Oh, come on. Let's move this back. Um, while while you know billions of dollars may seem like a, like a, like a lot to you or I, there's I mean BlackRock you know which is just one hedge fund has a trillion dollars under management. So so for if anyone wanted to really move the markets, it's nothing. But what sucks is that with these Bitcoin futures, they're what call they are what are called derivatives, which is kind of what brought down the global economy at, during the recession in 20, 20, uh, 2008. Basically, what a derivative is, it's a bet. It's just a bet on a on a commodity, on an asset, on a thing. And what sucks is that you can have you can own Bitcoin futures. You're a lot of these. I think the first Bitcoin futures were set at like say thirteen thousand, maybe thirteen thousand five hundred, something like that. And so. If you're betting short on it, you need Bitcoin to go down. If we're at 19,000, someone's setting a Bitcoin feature at 13,000, you need that you need that price to go down. So what you do is you set your you set your your Bitcoin future up, 13,500, you know, which looks like a sucker's bet when we're mooning at 19,005. And then you go out to manipulate the market. How do you do that? You buy a bunch of, you, you sell a bunch of Bitcoin you'd already accumulated throughout the year, just sell it, sell it, sell it, which is part of the reason why uh, people were opining, like Max Kaiser thought that the the, the big dramatic run up in price in the last, you know, uh, six months was uh, market makers, you know, buying inventory of Bitcoin so they can help manipulate the price. That's exactly what they did because they dumped a bunch of their Bitcoin, you know, just sold it, sold it, sold it, you know, I mean, and they, and they made money. I mean, they're selling it at like, you know, all time highs and kept bringing the price down so that once their futures contract also cashes out tomorrow, <clears throat> January 26th, you know, they can scoop up all the Bitcoin they sold, you know, along the way for cheap and then start to cycle all, all over again. Now, our only hope against this, besides being smart and being and staying ahead of the trends, and taking profits as they come and listening to smart traders like people on TradingView. Actually, I'm, I'm kind of I'm getting more addi addicted to TradingView. There's some really interesting theories and charts and technical analysis that really kind of can keep you up ahead of the trends. But basically... Uh, but basically, um, we need to stay ahead of this type of stuff and knowing when some of these futures are cashing out, what the prices are set for, so that we can responsibly manage our crypto investments, take profits, and then also kind of hunker down for the bear markets like the past few days. So, so we expect a lot of a lot of positive price action starting tomorrow once these futures are cashed out, because all these Wall Street manipulators will be taking their 
their their short money and then buying up Bitcoin again and sending it up towards the moon to start the cycle all over again. And our only hope, besides staying ahead of the trends, is also that the SEC, which is just taking these out for for a test ride, you know, little training wheels on this, that they're looking really closely at, at this market manipulation and will do something about it. But basically, I like to say that derivatives kind of suck, I mean, for something like cryptocurrency, because you cannot actually own the cryptocurrency and still have a position on it and try to manipulate the price. And that's what really sucks because it's like, it's like uh, derivatives to me is almost like buying insurance on a house you don't own. And then when you short it, it's like setting fire to it and watching it burn to collect the insurance. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. But Wall Street money is coming in. It's only the beginning. It's here to stay. And we just got to be smart about it. All right. Stay ahead of it. So thank you, Harriet. $10 Bitcoin coming your way. And actually, I'd reserved the third question for my guest, and he's not here. So we're going to skip the third question this week. But thank you guys for uh, for, for participating. Uh, once again, my email address is blacksinbitcoin at gmail.com. Send me your crypto questions, and I'll send you Bitcoin back. Okay, this week's For the Culture. Actually, I think I have to set up. This week's For the Culture <laughs> is a personal favorite. Well, not, let me see. actually, it's not a personal favorite, but um, I have a I have a very very small tangential link to this uh, to this movie. I saw Den of Thieves, and there is no real Bitcoin link except that, or cryptocurrency link, except for of course the fact that this movie never would have happened if we were on a a crypto standard instead of a paper dollar standard. Basically, if you've seen the trailers and what have you, it's basically a very very testosterone laden movie where it's it's a, a band of it's like a, a band of kind of renegade you know L.A. County sheriffs go up against a band of renegade bank thieves. They live for this shit. Um, apparently, L.A. is the bank. Uh, Los Angeles is the bank uh, robbery capital of the world, or I mean, of, the, of, of the country at least. And uh, it's and it's a it's 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 a fun ride. It's it's a it's a fun flick. It's a B movie with I would say a lot of. Uh, B plus movie aspirations and A minus execution. It's quite entertaining. Gerard Butler, I mean, he spends the entire movie looking like this: teeth gnashed, you know, looks like a piece of shit, acts like a piece of shit, bad husband, you know, yeah, okay, dad, um, just uh, kind of a bad guy, but he's got a badge, and as he says in the movie, you know, we're the real gang, and basically he's on, he's hot on the tail of Fifty Cent, who's one of the crew. Um, O'Shea Jackson, a.k.a. Um, uh, uh, Little Ice Cube, Ice Cube Jr., he's part of the crew, and he's also developing into a fine actor in his own right. He's the real deal. I, I've seen him now in, I think, three or four different roles. He can act. He's one to keep your eye on. Um, and then and the crew is run by Pablo Schreiber, um, and this is Liev Schreiber's little brother, uh, or, or little half-brother, actually. He actually, uh, and for a few years, Pablo grew up in Seattle, and I used to be his carpool guy, because <laughs> his sister went to my high school, Pablo went to a smaller uh, high school, and sometimes I'd drop him off at the bus stop. So, good to see. He always wanted to play me in basketball, too, which I thought was pretty funny, because we were like four years, three or four years difference. But he grew up to be super tall, and he's totally ripped like all the other thieves in this movie, uh, and I just love seeing his work. He also was porn stash in Orange, Orange is the New Black, and he's and he was also in Weeds. I think he had a one or two season arc on Weeds. So, good to see Pablo thriving and doing well, and the movie's fun. 
It's fun. There is not an ounce of testosterone unused in this movie. Uh, it's all about robbing the L.A. Federal Reserve, which, like I said, if this had been, if we were on a crypto standard, this movie probably never would have happened or would have been a lot more boring. But it's a fun heist movie with uh, some unexpected twists. So I give it three reels out of four. Definitely check it out. And I can't, and I, but I couldn't help but think towards the end that a movie like this would be totally obsolete in 25 to 30 years, these bank heist genre films, because, you know, we're all going to be on that crypto, y'all. So GG, paper money. <laughs> okay, so my weekly prediction. Ah, so last week I said, so last week I predicted Bitcoin would be at, um, 12,700, right? So I kind of, well, we're, we're closer than I've been in recent weeks. Still pretty off, though. 11,198, so I'm off. Um, but with futures ending, Wall Street bonuses kicking in, for what I've been told, um, and, the, and all the market manipulators coming to scoop up their profits to buy some cheap, sweet Bitcoin to run it all up over again, and who's to say who's to stop them? I'm going to peg... Uh, you know what? I'm going to be bold. I'm going to say we'll be at 15,000 next week. That's right. I said it. 15,000. We are in. So you know how they say cuffing season? We're in hodling season. It's time. Hold on to your Bitcoin. We're about to have a huge run up. I believe it's the, the pump starts tomorrow. Um, all the charts I've been reading on TradingView, all indicators point to it happening tomorrow um, once these futures end. So hang on to your, you know, hold on to your butts, y'all. Hodl. Also, um, also, one thing I do want to bring real, up real quick, this is what kind of disturbs me. Gary Cohn, he is, I guess he's our our um, White House chief economic advisor. Goldman Sachs guy. I'm not thrilled with these people. Um, I'm well documented on that. But basically, they're pushing for bank regulation overhaul, which was instituted after the recession to stop bullshit manipulation, like, like what happened that brought us to our knees previously through instruments like derivatives they're hoping to repeal that stuff they want to set fire to the house all over again so so this freaks me out of course because of people like my mom and, and other people and pretty much everyone else who's not into crypto who have real you know significant holdings tied up into the fiat currency system who may, whose pensions are probably being traded on wall street what have you this is a disaster and because we have a republican-led you know congress and 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 a ready and willing Republican, you know, president who will sign anything that that the Republican-led Congress spits out at him. I am deathly afraid we're going to have a repeat of 2008-2009. It was not fun. We're on the brink of global economic collapse because of these Wall Street cowboys. And I promise you, if they repeal Glass-Steagall and these other rules which are set in, in place to stop, and actually, it actually wasn't even Glass-Steagall. I think it's Dodd-Frank. That, those were the the, the minor they didn't even do the job fully, but those are the minor checks and balances to keep them from doing what they did, which brought us to, to our knees. They're going to repeal that. And if they do, it's going to be a bloodbath in fiat currency. So buy as much crypto as you can now. Buy and hold that bitch because if they repeal these rules and make it so it's open season on Wall Street again, so that they can take your 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 retail de deposits, like you know your 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 retail deposits, your at, you know your Bank of America's, what have you, and gamble with it on derivatives markets and what have you, it's going to be a bloodbath and a nightmare. So keep hodling, buy more crypto. All right, so we're gonna bring this pl plane in for a landing. 
Thanks, everybody, for staying with me. Where can you find Blacks and Bitcoin? Well, start the site, BlacksandBitcoin.com. Twitter, at BlacksandBitcoin. Facebook, BlacksandBitcoin. Instagram, at BlacksandBitcoin. See a theme here. and But no Snapchat. We ain't do none of that. Uh, you can also subscribe at iTunes, Google Music, SoundCloud, or wherever your favorite podcasting outlet lives. Like and subscribe our YouTube channel if you're curious about my you know, fantasy sports uh, gaming site, which is still under development while we're fundraising. Definitely go to Cinema Draft. Uh, I can't even spell. CinemaDraft.co. That is CinemaDraft.co, where we have all the information you need about our forthcoming site and game. It's a lot of fun. Far better than that other site that's out there which is currently in business. We're not going to talk about them. Okay, also the easiest way to support the podcast, sign up for a Coinbase account. For your first $10 deposit or more, you'll get $10, I'll get $10. Easy peasy. Or if you want, tip me at the address below the video. And also give give us a five-star rating on any of your, your, your podcast outlets. I'd really appreciate that. That helped people discover the podcast more and more. So thanks, everybody, for listening and watching. Um, uh, make sure you tune in next week where we will have a working operation. I fingers crossed. Looks like we did pretty well this time with with our new uh, v- uh, video recorder OBS. So fingers crossed we'll we'll do fine next week. Next week we welcome into from the belly of the CNBC beast, fresh off a jet from Davos, Switzerland. It'll be Columbia journalism student Courtney Brown. So so tune in for that she'll give us all the inside dope on cnbc the inner workings and of course my longtime crush melissa lee of fast money <laughs> hook a brother up all right but thanks for listening everybody um it's been great spending this time with you and as always if you love bitcoin hodl if you hear me